Soft Soap Studios, it's Big Apple Baseball. I'm Luke Lowry, and whenever I drink alone, I prefer to be by myself. To my left, he knows baseball, he knows computers, he's the motor that makes this boat go, and that's why we salute him on this July 24th, National Tequila Day. He's Chris Calderon. It's National Tequila Day? It's National Tequila Day. What the fuck am I doing? And on the phone later, you know him, you tolerate him, now I gotta be nice to Jeff because I was just way too schmaltzy and Chris is open, so here we go. He's a valued member of the team, what he brings to the table is unquantifiable, and his comedic mischief knows no bounds. (laughs) And that's why he, too, gets saluted on this National Tequila Day. He's Jeff Morehouse. Arriba! So happy National Tequila Day! Thank you. I wish I wish I, I don't know known. why July twenty fourth of all days would be National Tequila Day. You would think maybe May fifth. Well, although I, the whole day thing is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Like, how, do you, how does one go about uh, getting a national whatever the fuck day or you month? Probably have your own lobbyist. Can't I just make it up? Like isn't so like no? There's a whole NationalCalendarDay.com, which has the actual you know you fill out some forms because when, when I'm, is I'm Big sure Apple Baseball some Day? W, some W twos. So I believe Big Apple Baseball Day to be... I don't know what's a funny day of my birthday. That's not that funny. Um, For, uh, April 20th? 20, yeah, yeah. yeah, April 20th. Yeah, <laughs> be, more, be more aloof more about it. Apropos. Yeah. Uh, I was going to make a Hitler joke, but I subsided for our Jewish listeners. Shout out, our, out to Israel. Our, our Jewish broadcaster. Oh, myself? Yeah. yeah. Shout out yourself there. Yeah, I, li- I like to do that yeah. time to time. A little shout out to Israel there. Should I should I give you the flip side of the coin? Shout out to uh, Palestine and Hamas. Free, free Palestine. I don't know about Hamas. No. You know whether or not Palestinians should have the rights to occupy <laughs> Gaza. Okay, I'll listen. I don't, I don't think we I need wanna, to get into. I don't know do, if do I we want to hemorrhage to listeners right now and, and so. get into? Just, just uh, their head. Yeah. This Big Apple, we're actually going to be talking serious discussion on Israel. Could you imagine, just because Jeff's not here, if you and me have like a literally a frank discussion for like twenty five plus minutes, and then at the end, uh, you'd be like, this is NPR. Yeah. Just sip some hot tea. Talk in Ask for donations. Voice. Yes. Offer tote bags. Have correspondents named Totawana Kimbade. Did you make that up? I did. Nice. That's a, that's a good name for someone. Uh, Those NPR names are so are crazy sometimes. They're, they're pretty crazy. They're, they're out yeah. there. Do you listen to NPR? I mean, not that much. No. You? I do listen a little bit. So I listen. I, I download the like occasional car talk. Oh, of course. Yes, you like your cars. I like my car talk and uh, some of the other stuff. I don't. I don't listen to the the liberal love fest. What about um, what's that thing called? They have a, a popular podcast that's like one of the top ones. Wait, wait, don't tell me. That's a game show. I love that show. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Got, I listen to we that. We got to get on podcast. that. That's yeah, that listeners. Nice. Send your emails to NPR. Tell them to get the Big Apple Baseball crew on. Wait, wait, don't tell. It'll be their best show ever. Yeah. And I also want Carl Castle's voice on my voicemail. Alright, let's get into this. See, I know what I'm talking about here. I do listen to NPR in between baseball podcasts. Bully for you? Thank you. Okay. Bully! You gotta get, you gotta get the, uh... You can't just say bully for you. It doesn't really work. Well, it was somewhat an inquisitive tone. I see. Because I wasn't positive on the level of bully that should be for oh, you. Oh, you didn't know how, how bully you had to, to bull. Well, I don't know how bully I wanted to bull. Gotcha. When we're talking NPR. There's only so much respect can be given. I mean, you get, like, the ever-so-slight tip of the hat, but mm-hmm. I ain't going about to fawn, go heavy-core, bully with an accent. So you're saying you don't listen to the, um, what is it, the family discourse with, uh, with that guy? If we ain't talking Prairie Home Companion, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? You don't know Prairie Home Companion? No. Yeah, you do. You just don't know you know it. I think you're going to have to elaborate, then. So you've, you've heard it before. There's nothing to elaborate I have not heard of it. You've heard. Prairie, I, home, I, Fairy home Companion Prairie, or Prairie? Prairie Home Companion. If we go to you, we'll go to YouTube after the show. I'll play you a second. You'll hear one second of this guy talking, and you'll be like, oh, you mean that guy? Trust me, you know. Okay. He's that guy. He's that guy. He is. He's that guy. So what are we talking about? Huh? Don't check for phantom noises. I said, what are we talking about? Oh, I you heard that too, right? Oh, yeah, All but, right. you I'm know, not going crazy. Some of us are professional. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so uh, we're going to start with the Mets today because we'll save the Yankees. Bully for me. Yes, See, that that's is. That's enthusiastic. Bully. So we talk about uh, Ruben Tejada getting hit in the noggin. That was that was rough. All that sides. was like square on. That's pretty good. 
It seems uh, like he's healthy, so but we'll get good. to that soon. Uh, Bartolo Colon pitched six point two perfect innings. That yeah, he was did. nice. Really showing off that that trade bait. And uh, Jacob Degrom, that dude is really becoming something else. Killing it. Yeah. And of course, Degrom at the top of the rotation. We will have a family discussion on Terry Collins. A family discussion. Family discussion. We got to get the family together. We got to have a discussion. Yep. We got to sit down. Yep. We got to turn uh, the TV off. I'm ripping off. off that that guy that's on NPR because we were on that before. Whose oh. name I keep forgetting. Yeah. It's not Leonard Lopate. It's the guy before that. Uh, he's got some French name. Whatever. See, I thought you were going to say we, we wanted to have a family discussion about vaginas because they're just so, oh, you son of yeah, they're so in the news these days. But I know that's I'm a, turning that's away a, in that's shame. A discussion people. that we Let cannot talk about. I have no matter how long shame. you keep a sex toy in your vagina, we we will not talk about it. Okay, I don't care if it's six years, ten years. I don't care how many records you set for setting for for having a sex toy lodged in your vagina. Here at Big Apple Baseball, we will not. We are above that. Okay, we are not going to stoop to the level of if giving it's in your our asshole, though. Vagina then talk. we'll probably that that could get a whole show. That could get a special. If yeah, you see, lose a butt plug. I couldn't disagree more. No. If that does was, that doesn't amuse you. If someone says, I lost my butt plug. Not at not if we can't do vagina talk, no. You gotta I do will. both. Yeah, well, oh least. fine. Oh, but, but I think I think yeah, I, don't, funny I didn't think that that was on the table. It's not. Oh right. It's not. I done fucked up. So let's talk Yankees. No, uh, we're gonna talk no, Mets. No, let's talk Mets. Unless you wanna talk Yankees, I can talk Mets. Uh, yeah, I'm so used to you being with two Yankee fans in the room that I figured, you know, let me just bend over and take it with the fucking Yankee talk, but okay. now that I'm okay, <laughs> but yeah, we'll talk my song. Alright, so let's get right into it. Ruben Tajada, he got fucking plunked, like, square in the NY on his yeah, helmet. right in the front of the forehead. Like, he barely got out of the way of that thing. Like, he had when no he idea how that When he barely got out of the way, he did not get well, out of he, the way. Well, he, he did kind of, uh, making the motion... And because it's a podcast, everyone's going to get that. He kind of ducked away from it, but... I mean, I don't think you can use the phrase, he got away from no, it. No, so. no, he tried to get away from it. Okay. But he did not do a very good job. No. no. If anything, um, it might have made things worse. But crazy enough, like, if you saw that shot, you you knew seven-day oh, concussion yeah. DL was coming. Um, he After the game, eyes weren't glassy, woke up the next day, no headaches. Mm-hmm. Shocking. So yeah. the dude is like fine. They, he didn't start tonight for precautionary reasons, and they did call up Wilmer Flores to. Uh, to did he go him. on the seven day concussion DL or no? He didn't. He's not going on. Wow. I think he's. I think he's going to be back like tomorrow or so, yeah. which is absolutely crazy. You know, those helmets um, are getting better. Yeah, I mean nobody's wearing the good ones yet. You know, they they're too dorky. Well, uh, Cervelli does. All the time. Yeah, he wears the big great gazoo helmet. Does he? Yeah, he looks silly. Okay. I'll um, see if I can pull up pictures. Yeah, so I know. See. I know what it is. He seriously looks like the Great Gazoo from Flintstones. Hopefully, our audience is not too young to know Flintstones references or the Great Gazoo, but you know. So I don't think they are only because I think they're still played like during the daytime on your Cartoon Networks. Or like I don't think they're on Cartoon. I think it's on like Boomerang. Oh yeah, that's a channel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's a silly helmet, but uh, yeah, Tahada was not wearing the fancy helmet. Oh, it looks like somebody on the Mets wore that helmet. Who's that? That would be uh, David Wright used to wear the silly helmet. Really? Well, remember he got hit in the head and had oh, some problems. Oh, just for like that, that week. Yeah. yeah right. I don't think he wears it anymore because he right. doesn't want to look like a bitch. Um, but so, yeah, so they did call up Flores to replace Tejada forever so shortly if Tejada is going to be back. Mm-hmm. And the last time that I mentioned that a Met had got demoted, been recalled, and what his good stats were in AAA, it was Travis Darno, and I was proved a soothsayer because he came up and okay. did the same. And so Wilmer Flores now has recently, similarly to Darno, gotten called up since he was last demoted. He's played 26 games. In the minors, in those 26 games, he's hit 32 RBI, 340 with eight home runs. Not bad. For his whole minor league season, he's averaged an RBI per game. The guy has killed it down there. Now, yeah. hopefully he's not a quad A player, and he can make it translate, similar to Darno did. Mm-hmm. And I am holding out hope because he's young and a prospect like Darno. That, Is he you know, really much of a prospect, though, at that yes. level? Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's not a new, he's not a blue chipper like mm-hmm. Darno, but he's not a non-prospect like Solarte, who was a minor league free agent in the off season or whatever. True, you know, um, Solarte, somewhat, who is no longer with the Yankees. It's true. We will get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jeff he, must be so pissed. That was his boy. I think he, he jumps out off the bandwagon pretty quick. I mean, yeah. Soriano was his boy too. He happily jumped off that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure the same thing. So you're with, saying Jeff is a bandwagoner? When it comes to certain things, yes. Okay. And I think he'd cop to that. Okay, fair enough. 
Um, so you mentioned that what Bartolo is improving his trade stock mm-hmm. because he pitched the six and two thirds. So do you hey. think this is the last time we saw Bartolo pitch for the Mets? Um, when's the trade deadline? Like the thirtieth or something, right? I think he has one more start. Do you? I mean, because literally that's all he has. Yeah, odds are. I think it's a move you make at the trade deadline. Not a waiver move. No, no, he's not a waiver move. Why not? If he makes it, to... he won't. He he'll clear waivers because not a bunch of people want a ten million dollar forty two year old next yeah, year. But I think I think they try to deal him as soon as they can and not try and slip him through waivers. Okay, but it would. You run the risk of him being claimed. Yeah, but you, then you work out a deal with the team that claimed him. Yeah. But I still think I he's more likely to be a trade deadline. And I could also see him see us not trading him. Yeah. Um, although I, the Mets are going to have to move a pitcher or two. But you don't like. So one of the things we're going to talk about later, right, is the Yankees and how like they're pitching strong even though they're at the nine ten starters. Mm-hmm. Like so, you know, pitching is so volatile, and you truly need like seven, eight, nine, ten pitchers going into yeah. a season. Oh that no, you I, can, I, they, they need the from. pitching. So like, but why? that is their that is their their place of strength to deal from. And the, the Mets are not going to get the bats they need on the free agent market. But maybe we don't need the bats. We just you need, need the bats. San Francisco didn't need the bats. San Francisco got, got by with the Cody Rosses and Marco Scuderos of the world. You want to replicate that? Well, I think I think that's what our formula is as of you right now. Get, that's we, getting lucky. No, and it's having amazing pitching. It's having, yeah. you know, top three pitching in baseball. But the Mets are going to be the team that loses 2-1. Right, or like the Giants at one two one, you know. I think I don't think it, I think it's unfair to uh, squash our pitching prospects and say like we don't have a chance with these guys that are both here and coming. To you don't replicate. have the bats. You don't. We we don't have the bats of San Francisco. Why do you keep comparing yourself to San Francisco? Because it's not that time that's anymore. The, that's the formula that that we're going for is that pitching heavy, hitting light. I, I understand that, but you don't have the hitters to even do that. Of course we do. You don't. They, they, who was their David Wright? Cody Ross. All right. Big they got lucky. That was a fluke. I and mean, hitting was better then, and pitching was worse. We're, we're in a hitter's era. Three, you can't. It wasn't a different era. It was a different era. It was. It a was era. a total. Look at the look at the shift in pitching in the past two years. Fine, but that but because it's unsustained, you can't say it's going to be like that for two years from now. And you can't bet on the fact that we can be we can be the fluke team that does this. That it, was a it, fluke. It wasn't a fluke. It was a fluke. They got to two, didn't they? And didn't, or didn't they win two? They did, they and it was amazing, two. but it was so, a fluke. Okay, I will take if, – if it's a fluke two times in three years, I think the Mets can do that. So you're fluke. comfortable with your outfield. That's, that's a World Series winning outfield right now. No. You can't. You can't look me in the straight with straight face. But you couldn't say the, you couldn't say the exact same thing for San Francisco either. Those I don't. Years. Right, you got to show me those years. I can guarantee you they had better hitters than the Mets currently have. They didn't have anybody who was a pimple on David Wright's fanny, so I don't know what David Wright is having. What kind of year? They so okay. So you want you want to take you want to take Big Panda. You want to take Cody Ross. You want to take Angel Pagan. You want to take any Brandon Belt. Any of the guys that that the San Francisco Giants have thrown out there in the last two years and tell me that they're better than David what Wright. I, what, what I'm saying is that you're you're insane if you think the Mets can get by just on pitching. Because they can't. They're not doing it right now, and if that's the offense they're going to go to war with, two, that is going to lose. Two of the last five World Series winners got by without better hitting than the Mets. So I don't see how you can I, I need to see the numbers to back that up. Okay, well, but um, I'm telling you I'm right, and so uh, you can take you're, my yeah, word for it. I, I can't know. take your word for it. Okay, but so all you're doing is hurting the listeners by making me look this up when they both know that the Giants had I don't insanely think the Mets bad think hitting. They might have, and I think the Mets are worse. And if the Mets seriously want to go ahead with an outfield of Chris Young, Curtis Granderson, and is it Lagaris? I mean, we have that is Eric. not a World Series winning outfield. Okay, and we're not, and but so those guys aren't on our roster next year. Chris Who Young is? is Chris Young is on our roster. Oh, so who's the outfield you're bringing in? Okay, so as of right now, guys that are on our team that are signed for next year, I believe yeah. them to be Eric Young Jr., fucking Lagaris, and, and Curtis Granderson. Granderson. Yeah, that is not the world. That is not the outfield of a World Series champion. Okay, you, you don't get to um you need to cherry upgrade. pick cherry pick positions and say that sure that's a thing. No, you don't. You know that, that that's right. an outfield. Like if we have that's a good a terrible outfield. if we have a good infield and a good catcher, we can get by with a bad outfield. You're, you do not have the bats. The Mets would tell you they don't have the bats. If they had the bats, they would be winning right now. And they're not. They need a legitimate threat in the outfield. 
and the only way you're getting that is by trading a young pitcher. All right. So me and and this, and the World Series champions of the two of the last five years disagree with that. All right. You keep you keep hoping that that happens, and I'll be here in the real world, where I'm telling you the Mets need to trade a pitcher. I mean, their players were guys like Mark DeRosa, Aubrey Huff, who all had crazy years that year. Aubrey Huff was ludicrous, if I recall, uh, in their last the, World not, Series run. Not for the whole year. Not, not for, for the, the whole year, season. but for the World Series run. And I mean, they, most people will tell you, with that offense, had no business winning. Yeah, but they did it twice. I'll, I'll give you the fluke argument if they did it once. And they were like the Detroit Pistons in the NBA, and they just did it once, and they had this cohesion, and they caught lightning in a bottle. But when you do it twice, and you do it twice not consecutive years, and you're competitive year after year, and they're heading for the playoffs this year, then it's not, it's no longer a fluke. They just do it. They do it with pitching. And as you said, this what's the, what's, what's the error that we're in? It's pitching. It's not hitting. Yes. And the you Mets are capitalizing on the pitching. But if you don't have the you, – you have to score runs to win this game. I mean, I feel like I'm hitting my head against the wall. They Giants don't do that, and they win. They win this year. What did the they Giants win last do when they, when they saw themselves, oh, my God, we need more offense? They looked to the Mets. Yeah. And they and, traded and for and a bat. It, yeah, and what did it help? They didn't win that year. No, you're right. But they still need to – the Mets still need to do that. Oh, they fine. don't have I'm the I'm not saying we're not going to try. You are gonna... saying – you're saying the Mets don't need to trade a pitcher to get a bat. That's your argument. I mean – you're not going to sign a great free agent I'm saying, outfielder. I'm saying there's more than one way to skin a cat. I'm saying that I'm saying that we're not guaranteeing ourselves a, 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 a chance at the. We're not guaranteeing ourselves that we're not going to win the World Series by not trading for a bat. If that makes sense. If that's not too many negatives. They need. To, I, I I didn't follow you. It was like a nine a nine tuple negative. But all I'm saying is, and I've been saying this for the past ten minutes, the Mets need a bat. Yes. And the only way they're going nice to do that have, is to trade. It would be nice to have another bat, but I'm saying that that's not the only way you win. If we if we can win with the best five in the in the you need business, a balanced team to win. Okay, so but uh, but the proof is not in the pudding because balanced teams have not won in the last five years nearly fifty percent of the time. It's that simple. Teams that were pitching heavy, and I, mean, I don't even I haven't even thought about the other three teams besides the Giants. It was the Red Sox, yeah. uh, the Cardinals, the Cardinals. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and, they, so the Giants those, was the only but those one are that two, was unbalanced. Those are two very balanced teams. Yes. And the other two weren't. Uh, the Red Sox were more. No, the offense. other two being the Giants. Yeah. But that was the fluke. Because what was fluke. before that? When it's when it's forty. What was before that? It was the Yankees. Of the time. Who did it on pitching or who did it on no, hitting? No, but you know you want to talk different, you want to talk different era. That is truly different era. Yeah. Okay. I th- I think you have less of a right to talk different era with three years ago to this year than you do. You know you're going to go eight years ago and tell me about you know the mid two thousands or whatever. Like that truly was a different era. Mm-hmm. The sh- all I'm saying is the ship has gone to pitching. And the Mets don't have the bats. The Yankees don't have the bats. Okay, but you hear that sounds like slightly silly when you say the shift has gone to pitching, but the Mets don't have the bats. Like what? You like, still need like, a uh, good like what hitter. Are we talking? To be, are we talking right, pitching? You're, you're hitting like, a is team the shift good gone pitching, pitching. You need good hitting to beat it. Good pitching doesn't beat good pitching. Good hitting beats good pitching. Oh, but good pitching beats good hitting, and that's what happens in the playoffs. Is that these guys yes. suck because they finally see good pitcher after good pitcher. And so, what's going to happen when Mister? I'm going to strike out 200 times, but I'm still batting fourth. Curtis Granderson comes up against a serious pitcher. He is going to pull a Carlos Beltran and stay uh, no, and swing okay. over that nasty curveball. So, like that's why before I didn't like cherry picking this whole outfield thing because Curtis Curtis Granderson in the four hole is surrounded by infielders who are good hitters in Darno at the five who's killing it and right at the three who's having a down year. But I'll take them any day and I'll certainly take them next year. I, so our three five is you know you're, he's taking three, care four, of four five. Is not a World Series winning three, four, five. It's better than the Giants two times. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. What do you mean? I would take the Giants three, four, five from two years ago over the Mets three, four, five from this year because I don't you have. Don't the know faith. who those players are. All right, it was probably Posey, Belt, and, yeah, and Panda. Belt. Yeah, and and, and I would take those guys over your three. Oh my God! All, All right, right. Posey's so, so, better than Darno. So, so, Panda is. Not as good as right. Belt is better than Duda. And Granderson. Belt's year two years ago was not better than Duda's year this year. Better than Granderson's. I think that was the the comparison there. Well, no, we were just doing first base. Well, I thought we were doing three, four, five. Okay, well, you were the one that brought Duda yeah. into it. I, I, it's because I was comparing positional for a second when I shouldn't have been. 
So did the Giants win in 2012? In 2012, Brandon Belt played in 145 games. He hit seven home runs, 56 RBI. No, Belt was better the first year. Who was, it wasn't him then. Okay, you know, I mean, the, the, the players aren't there, Chris. It was a bad team. Right. You're they trying to compare yourself. Offense. You're trying to compare yourself to a bad team that got lucky. No, but and it's that's not what you're saying lucky that's what you want to be. Two out of five. That's lucky. It's not. That what is. are they doing this year? Chris, that's silly, bro. They're winning way too much to consider it lucky. They're doing it on pitching. And the other half of your argument is that pitching is the new norm in baseball. So this team that is still need that, that is exemplifying the Offense, pitching part yeah, of it can't win is zero, doing zero. nothing but winning every year. They're doing nothing but winning with bad bats year after year. They're getting lucky. Oh, my God. And they're in a weak division. Next topic. I got a million. Th- I... I mean, it's silly. I think you're so high. I don't know how we do this sometimes. Where were we? What were we even discussing? How did we get to this? We're 20 minutes fucking in and we have no idea what we were just arguing. It's not even in the topic list. How about this? Jacob DeGrom, that dude's looking good. Let, let's agree for a minute. Jacob DeGrom. I'm still angry, but we can try. I'm not going to say the Mets should trade him. They need they, to keep oh, him. Oh, thank goodness. But now, you can trade course, Wheeler because nobody's of him. Nobody's going to argue that the Mets shouldn't trade for a bat. Let's just finish this up real quick. Wait, wait. Don't, you, don't you think, are arguing No, I'm that. not. No, I'm not. You're trying you, – again, you're, you're, you're like cherry-picking my argument. I'm not saying they shouldn't under no circumstance ever bet. I'm saying they don't have to. I'm, then that's a difference. I'm saying that there's more than one way to skin a cat. The San Francisco Giants have proved it. You can do it on pitching alone, and that's what we're built for right now. Now, we trade for a bat. We trade an excess pitcher for a bat. I think we can improve our team. I'd like to do it. You've heard me on this show. I like mm-hmm. Starlin Castro. Not so much. I like Troy Tulowitzki and the two and the two Rockies. Um um, bats being Tulowitzki and Cargo, you know, I'm down to trade for a bat. I'm down to even trade a better pitcher than Bartolo for a bat. I would like another bat. You, would you be willing to move Montero or Wheeler or Syndergaard? Yes, for the right bat. 100%. That's what I want you to. All right. Yes, I've won this argument. No, folks. you didn't. That's because it. that my, was my point. No, but my point is we don't have to. Yeah, all right, fine. There's a difference. We'll get, I would, we'll I would, Jeff I would, on this I would one. like it. Or Met fans. I would like it. I would think it would improve us, but we don't how, have how to. How about we get the fans in on this one? It's not like if we don't. Then we're signing our death will or whatever. Then we're signing our, our, our no, you know, inaction we're, we're, signs your death warrant. No, it yes. doesn't. Yes. Not when it comes to inaction of selling off pitchers that you no, need. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying inaction. If the Mets stand pat, they will not win. Oh, I agree. The team is currently constituted is not a uh, uh, quite a winning team. Mm-hmm. I agree. You need to add a few more pieces. Next topic. I'm afraid. I, what I'm afraid of is that. And why don't we go to this? We'll skip the the Jacob Love for a second. I think ter- the, we'll go to the Terry talk. Um, I think he is one of these people that sees standing so pat. Do we have to bring in like our family for this? What was the? Yeah, it's a family, on? big family meeting. Family everyone family get everyone meeting. together. It's like an intervention. There'll be quiche served. Um, so yeah, Terry Collins is a problem with this team at this point. Oh uh, yeah, he, he accepts the status quo. Well, he makes defeated. excuses. He's defeated. Yes. I think he's beaten down by the New York media for being in this long. I think the New York media does burn out even your good coaches. Mm-hmm. It certainly burns out your mediocre ones, and he's had enough. Yeah. He speaks with such little enthusiasm about anything. You know, talking about Wilmer Flores getting the call up, it was like, you know, pulling teeth with the guy. Like, yes, we'll get him his at-bats. You know, we'll make sure he plays. I mean, it was like, you know... The guy had to be that was doing homework or something. You know, mm-hmm. it didn't sound like a passion. Didn't sound like an enthused manager. I mean, I remember hearing Clint Hurdle talk in spring training at the Pirates. I've never heard a manager like that enthused, that but not fake. Just yeah. like you know, too honest, like baseball enthusiasm. And Terry Collins has like so little of that right now. I get the feeling Terry Collins took this job as a favor to Sandy, and is regretting it at this point. I think no, he did, well, Terry like, Collins didn't take the job as a favor. Terry Collins was begging to get back into baseball. No one would let him in, and he jumped at the first opportunity. And I think he's regretting it. Fine. Yeah. That's my male point, is I don't Fine. think this is... I, maybe he wanted to be there, but I don't think his heart is in it anymore. He's he's an old guy. He'd rather be sitting on his ass mm-hmm. drinking lemonade somewhere. Yeah, they need to make a change at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You only do it before the year. Yeah, that's a talk for another day. Yeah. Well, you're saying you don't do it in the, in the middle of the year? No. I, I agree with that. I respect him. He's a good guy. I feel bad for him now. I just don't think there's anything to be gained. No, no. There's. It's not going to improve the team. Yeah. It can only hurt the team to do that. Yeah. So you do it at the end of the year. I, I mean, agree. As much as I do think he's defeated, I also don't think he's the real problem. No. Um, I don't think he's a plus, but I don't know how big of a negative he is. But uh, he should be. The manager should be a plus to a team. Right. Which is and not. he's not. 
But he, uh, I also think the managers are overblown and that when they're a plus, they're a pretty small plus. How like, much? The best manager in baseball is not good for more than three to four wins a year. That's still pretty significant. Fine. If you're, I mean, it, but value. only if you're like close to being good. Yeah. You know, but like if that's, you're, that's if you're 15 games Joe away. Madden. If you're a team yes. like the Rays, yes. three, four wins matters yes, to you. It's the same thing with the A's. Right. But if you're a team like the Mets and you're winning 79, 81 games, those three, but four games. But what if games you had, what if you had those three, four more wins? Yeah, we'd be winning 82 that, to 83 and be four games out instead of seven at the end right. of the year. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying, for us in the last few years, it hasn't. You know, but I think, I think for the team, especially going to next year where they're going to be built around youth and pitching, mm-hmm. I think they should find a young former pitcher. And that's the guy. As much as I love Wally Backman, I think if they can find someone with that kind of knowledge, almost like a uh, John Farrell, that might be the guy to go in there. Okay. Or uh, was Clint Hurdle a pitcher? No. I mean, I don't think you need to be a pitcher if you get a good pitching coach. Or a catcher. Yeah, well, catchers are someone, always good. Someone with that level of knowledge. I wouldn't get the guy who's, you know, the former outfielder or something like that. But Backman's second base outfielder. Yeah. I, I think Backman's good for his fire and right. because the kids know him. Right. That's his plus. Right. Um, but I wouldn't go for another old baseball guy. I think that's the mistake that they could make. Well, so I sort of disagree. I'll go for the old baseball guy with a nice pedigree. You know, I'll go for Socia Gardenhire. I'll go for one of those retreads. Yeah? yeah, I will. Someone who just finished failing? Yeah. That's the guy the Nets need to bring in? Just imagine the press if they bring in Gardenhire. Fine. I, I like less Gar- so than Socia. Yeah. Socia, okay, I could see Socia. I think Gardenhire comes in, and he'll be the laughing stock of the town, mostly because of his history with the Yankees. Yeah, see, that's a very Yankee-centric viewpoint to take. But here's the thing. The new the press is going to do that because the press are assholes. We're the press. I'm doing it. I'm an asshole. I've proved my point. The guy's got a very nice track record of doing well with low payrolls. Yes. I think that's how you're going to But his track record also is, as soon as he hits the Yankees... He collapses. Fine, and we'll take that because when we no, hit the Yankees, it'll the be Mets the World Series. That. The Mets can't do that. Because okay, the, we'll sign for the World Series loss to the, the Yankees today. Who is the Mets' biggest competitor? No, it's not the Yankees. It's the Yankees. Okay, but there's two separate discussions where there's the back page discussion and there's the true and honest baseball discussion. And it's the, still and the, the Yankees. No, it's not the Yankees in both. It's the Yankees on the back page. It's not the Yankees it's in the It's the Yankees baseball. financially, too. Fine, but it's not the Yankees when it comes to the standings. It's not the Yankees when it comes but the, to the But the Mets can't the go and, when it and get to... someone who the press is going to say, oh, he's great, except for all those times the Yankees knocked him around because then you're being compared to your big brother. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't care about that because when when it comes to the Mets, if we get knocked out by the Yankees in the playoffs, it'll be in the World Series, and we'll all sign for that today. Yes, I'm sure. I I know you would, but it would it would it would be people would say, Garden High yeah, can't care. beat them Yankees. Yeah, I don't care what people say. That's yeah. not that's not going to be a reason I don't do it. I still think Sosha's better than Garden Hire. Oh, he is. Hundred percent. I think the phone, Garden Hire looks like an old drunk. I think the phone's ringing. Oh yeah, but we still haven't talked about Jacob Degrom and how awesome he's been. Oh my God. But we're at the 30-minute mark. That's true. All right, Jacob um, Robinson, awful, awesome. Yeah, you know, awesome, I, not fucking awful. I didn't awful. mean awful. Yeah, you fucking did. So he, real quick, last uh, last six starts, he has gone one with a 1-5 ERA, 4-1, 45 strikeouts to 11 walks. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. He's fucking been killing it. He's got a 3-1 ERA in the whole season with a couple of those early hiccups. So it's pretty respectable. Mm-hmm. Very happy. You know what I like about him? He nope. doesn't have overpowering stuff. No, he's a good pitcher. But exactly. He's a pitcher. And that's what I think the team needed, is someone yep. who knows they've got a good mental game, and they're not just trying to gas it. Yeah. And, yeah. He wasn't one of the ones that got the big hype, mm-hmm. but he's the one producing. He's probably your number three next year. If not number two. I, I think this will give it to Nice just out of um, well, veteran respect. Well, I don't I don't mean, like, the starting rotation out of... Oh, that, that's what I was talking about. I mean, you know, who's the actual de facto second-best yeah, yeah. pitcher. It could be DeGrom. But I, I still think Nice is going to get that, that second start of the season well, out of Well, he's get the first start of the season. Not if Harvey's back. Well, not if Harvey's healthy, but... Yeah, if Harvey's healthy and back, he's going first, because yes. that's what the fans want. Yes. And what the Nets need. You know, but... Could yeah, DeGrom make a run at Rookie of the Year? Yes, he will. I, I, I think so. so I haven't um, done my Rookie of the Year. Uh, trying to think I'd who be, else in the NL really has that, fucking head. Um, that other cachet. You know, the AL has a bit more of a, uh, a race. Oh, a lot more. But in the George, NL, George who's Springer, the big rookie? A lot of those guys in the AL. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Who the fuck's a rookie fucking prospect? I mean, a lot of the guys that have come up haven't really done well. Oscar Tavares, for example. Right, Gregory Polanco's in a slump, although he mm-hmm. did hit a homer the other day, but he's not better than DeGrom. No, DeGrom's got to be in the top three. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm going to have to look up some other numbers. Um, but yeah, he's, he's my pick. So there we are, folks, giving a little Mets love. Um, is there anything else you have to talk about for the Mets? Or can we bring in our good friend... So I do think uh, that Jeff is on the on the on the other line, waiting to waiting to jump in. I am trying to uh, buy an ever so slight amount of time to come up with a few other <laughs> rookies. Yeah, so there's a lot in the AL. Yeah, who's the big NL Rookie of the Year contender? I don't know, but I bet if I look it up real quick, I can find out. Do 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 do. This is great radio, right? Oh, Billy Hamilton. Yeah. Billy Hamilton. Yeah, that makes Billy sense. Billy Hamilton, Colton Wong has had a great uh, stretch since he got called back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are your couple names. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's uh, throw grab Jeff. Jeff. Okay. All right. Thanks for that great introduction, Chris. We are now talking with our good friend and contributor and member of the podcast, of course, Jeff Morehouse. Woo! <laughs> yeah, uh, no. yeah, so excited. No. What's going on? Well, ha- so, happy uh, happy ten year anniversary for the uh, A Rod Veritech fight. I thought he was about to say Happy National Tequila Day, and my mind was going to be blown. Yeah, I, that's where I thought you were going. Uh, but no, A Rod Veritech is also important. I'll, I'll Google that later. Do you uh, did you ever remember where they were for that National nope. Tequila Day? It's hard to remember. <laughs> the Arab Veritech fight? Uh, I, I do not. I do not he remember was celebrating National Tequila Day. National oh, that's tequila. true. Yeah, if it was <laughs> ten years ago today, yeah. <laughs> tequila Day, two thousand and four. Right. Who can do math? I can do math. I can do math. I can do math. I can do math. No, 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 no. All right, let's jump right into this. Uh, <laughs> talking we, Yankees. Yeah, why not? I didn't do a good, uh, good list, did we? Okay, oh. hold on. So real, real quick, let's get this one out of the way. So me and Chris had a spirited debate about the Mets. I want to get your take to be the tiebreaker. Sure. So can you envision, is there no way that you can envision the Mets in the future becoming a championship quality roster without trading, for a, trading a, a starting pitcher for a bat? Is there no way in any scenario that you could see DeGrom, Harvey, Wheeler, Syndergaard coming up and giving the Mets a good enough starting rotation and Mejia and Familia to give them a good enough enough back to the bullpen, to give them a good enough rotation that they don't need to go out and trade one of those things for a hitter in order to compete San Francisco Giants style for a World Series? So you're going to lose... Your best hitter this year. Um, I'm not saying it's not David Wright, but Daniel Murphy's been your most consistent hitter this year, and he's gonna be a free agent at the end of the year. And I, I don't really see the Mets signing him. Um, I mean, I guess if Darno becomes Buster Posey and somebody becomes Pablo Sandoval and Michael Morse's and the Hunter Pence's and uh, that's the thing. Like, wasn't it just about clutch hitting for that team? Like, you know, it wasn't about Cody Cody Ross and Marco Scudero Marcus, or just getting, Marcus, like, the big hits? Yeah. It wasn't about, like, putting up, you know, 30-30 seasons or 3,100 seasons. It was just about, like, getting the clutch hit when you need it and having amazing top-of-the-league pitching. Well, so I'm not saying your pitching can't turn into the Giants pitching, but their pitching was better the years they won it. Well, their pitching was better now as far as the Mets are currently constituted, but yeah. I do think it's the biggest of stretches to think that the Mets can be at that same spot in 2016. Not without trading a pitcher. I wouldn't bet on it, honestly. Um, so, okay, so there's a difference between wouldn't bet on it and Chris's platitudes of no way in hell can this team ever win unless they trade a pitcher for uh, a hitter. Well, realistically, I think that's, Pretty spot on that you have to trade one of your hey you don't you have too many pitchers as it is yeah but do do we though like are aren't we at the point where you essentially you know come August you're going to use your like eighth starting pitcher just because of injuries well, no if you're at that point you're you're 
you're better off trading that eighth starting pitcher for something that's going to help the big league team. And trade Giannis. Trade Giannis. I mean, Nice's trade value is not high right now because coming off injury. But so trade not, not even Cologne, you're saying? I mean, isn't Cologne the most obvious? That should be. Well, well, if you're talking 2016, Cologne's not in the picture anyway. Oh, fine. Yeah. I'm just talking. I'm just saying that's the analogy you gave. Oh, fine. But that's because I don't want to be too optimistic and say 2015. But, you know, yeah. you can be a little rosy and say 2015. So, but what have they showed you offensively to make you think that? But my point is, is they don't need much offensively. That why can't we be the team okay. that does two one wins all the time? Why I can't agree. we be the ones that get the clutch hits but not put up great season numbers? You're just asking for too much luck. You have to make your yeah, own. Okay, so the other thing is that Chris was saying that the Giants are a fluke. Can you really be a fluke when you win two out of five World Series and when you get to the world when you get to the playoffs four out of five times? Is that fluky? Their hitters are so much. I mean, Posey, Sandoval, Pence, Morse. Um, okay, so Pence wasn't there for the World Series. No, Morse wasn't there for the World Series. Yeah. Uh, Pablo Sandoval is not a pimple on the fanny of David Wright. And yes, Buster Posey's a great player. Yeah, please bring up Pablo Sandoval's numbers. I'm not, the, I'm not to run a comparison between the two. Well, so, I mean, David Wright has to kind of come around a little bit. Yes, he's had a bad season, but who do you want going forward, Big Panda or David Wright? If you're, you're, like, you shouldn't even uh, be, have the right to talk I mean, if you want to say Big Panda. I I want to say right. I like David Wright. I just I, I don't know. I mean, even this year with Wright's down year, please no, compare the two numbers. They're still night and day. Big Panda's done nothing. He's a bad player. All he does is strike out. Are they? I haven't really been following. Yeah. Chris, what are his numbers? Who Pablo Sandoval? Yeah. No, so you can do David Wright's numbers if you'd like. Please, since you're there, I, I got Pablo Sandoval. You're on David Wright's page. Okay. Don't give us David Wright's numbers. Go to I mean, you can't, you can't, this isn't a vacuum. You need something to compare against. David Wright is batting 280, 340, 470. Okay, this, so this okay. season, so this Terrible. season, that's bad, right? So, 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 so oh. Big Pan is hitting four points lower, has a lower OBP, has 12 homers and 44 RBI this year. Is that, I think it's better than Wright, correct? That's better than Wright. Is Wright home runs RBIs this year? 8 and 41. Okay, so yeah, four and three better. Yeah, I mean, and runs uh, scored. You keep going back and forth. Hold on, so you don't agree the Mets need a bat? I don't think the Mets have to have a bat. I think there's a formula that's that's been presented by the Giants where you do not need to trade for bats. Where there's something to be said for stockpiling pitchers eight deep and going that route, and I think it's worked. 40% of the time in the last five years, and that that's something. And that why can't we just duplicate that? Instead of you know going out and trading for 31-year-old bats like Tulowitzki, who are probably going to turn into the next Jason Bay, why can't we just keep everybody and just go crazy, ridiculous pitching and have our fourth and fifth, fifth pitchers be like near aces? How come that can't win? Well, so Jason Bay couldn't hit in City Field. Tulowitzki's problem is he can't stay healthy. Oh, fine, but nobody can hit in City Field. You don't know if you can hit in City Field. You're going to tell me you're going to bring in a Colorado player and be confident about his hitting in City Field? Especially because two whiskey splits are like night and day better at home. But I'm saying nobody can hit in City Field. I I don't know what they Exactly, so shouldn't we build ourselves not with focusing on hitting but focusing on pitching and And not trade away all these guys? I mean, that would be a way to go, but you're sending a little bit of hitting. You need oh, to got a little bit. If, if, Darno, if Darno keeps it up like he's kept it up, he's turning into a legit five-hitter. You know, I, I'm fine with Wright going forward. You know, EYJ doesn't get on base quite enough, but he steals a shit ton of bases. I'm not saying we're there yet, but we're going to lose Chris Young. We're going to get another free agent bat. You know, I mean... Remember, David Wright is 30 years old. He is trending down. And I'm looking at graphs right now. Right, right. But he's also trending down because the team has been so shitty. If the team gets a little better, you know, he could get... But that does, the numbers I'm looking at, like isolated power, slugging, on base, those numbers are not team-influenced. Those are personal numbers. And you've got a player... And you're compar- I mean, obviously... He's also trending down because of the stadium. You know, those, those pre, pre-city field numbers are pretty nice. I agree, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a drastic thing. He came back a little bit, but he's never been that player again. Yeah. Whereas, if I'm looking statistically, uh, Pablo Sandoval is on the up. You know, the other reason why we don't need to... Well, 
I mean, you do though. You need a bat. Uh, maybe no, no, no. The other reason why we don't need to, I was going to say the other reason we don't need to trade a pitcher for a bat is we do have a, like a very few. I'll give you, but a couple of good minor league bats that we could trade for other bats, like Kevin Plowicki, the catcher who started the Futures game and is now log jammed, blocked by Travis Darno. So like, there's other ways that we could go about getting ourselves a bat without trading one of these legit starters. What about uh, the first base? I think your your most valuable piece is a pitcher. Kevin Pulwicki is pretty, down, pretty darn valuable. Mm. Where does he rank? So he started the Futures game. Oh, he's lost top 50. Is he on there? Is he on the top 100? Yes. Well, and you can't look at the preseason rankings either. No, I look at midseason. Yes. Uh, guy's got to love me. Just tap it, tap it, tap it, tap tap, tap, tap. Getting that info. Going to Baseball Prospectus. Uh, oh, Baseball America. I'm not paying for it. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Uh, my point is, is you could probably get away with doing a Plowicki and you know Stephen Matz or one of the other. What about, you know, what about six trade? ranked pitchers? What about I mean, top five? Plowicki in uh, Baseball America, Plowicki ranked forty overall. Yeah, but he was not. He was not on Baseball America's top one hundred before the season. Now he's forty. What do you mean? No, uh, it's Baseball America ranked him at forty. He was not on Baseball America, or on, yeah, on their top 100 to start the season. So he's, he's advanced. Yes. Um, well, I mean, what about, I know the Mets would never do it. What about trading for Matt Kemp? Or is that just crazy? Well, I don't uh, see the, the money. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't want any of those you know, stupid retreads that are more likely than not to come to City Field and suck. Like, that's not the way to win. We've tried that. You know... We, we, that, that does reek of Jason Bay. It does. You get you get a player that comes from a nice you know ballpark with a with that has protection in his lineup, and you bring him here, and he sucks. I'll, I'd rather just go. I'll, let me try to win two one every game. I mean that's not that's not the way to. I mean I guess. Okay, but if it's not, it's not a, you can't you can't bank on that to win the World if, Series. If you can't bank on it. How come it's been done twice in the last five years? I've said it a million times, like a broken record. And you don't bank on that. But but it happens. It doesn't mean you bank on it. Getting raped happens. I don't bank on it. Yeah. Or do you? Well, maybe. All right. Well, I don't think we're reaching any conclusions, so let's move on. Well, I think I think two people have reached conclusions, and you refuse to well, listen. I think to them. I do think you need a couple bats, not even just one. You need like, I mean, unless the Garus is going to fucking turn this corner, you okay. need a field bat, and you need fine. So 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 the San Francisco Giants didn't need it, but we need it. Okay. Well, so honestly, their hitters, their hitters at their marquee positions are better. Okay, I couldn't disagree more. When you're going back to their World Series winners, you're not talking about you know Belt who had a good April and has sucked since. You're not talking about Morse who's had a good season. Belt didn't Belt bat almost 400 in the 2010 World Series? No, we went through this. No, no, we went to 2012. He didn't play in 2010. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Or was it Aubrey Hoff then? Yes, Aubrey Huff had a good had a good one year. But yes, those are the type of names that, that you're talking about. So my question is, why did the Giants get these players to come to San Francisco and then produce, and the Mets get these players a la Chris Young, a la whatever, who come Brandon, to... Brandon Bell was a rookie in 2011, just so we're clear on that. Okay. okay. Why do guys have good seasons on the Giants and not on the Mets? The, the thing is, it's a misnomer. They don't have good seasons. They have good postseasons. They have clutch hits. It's not like you look at Ross and Scudero and you're like, oh, wow, look at that. That's 30 and 100. That's 20 and 95. You know, they don't have, they don't put up good season numbers, but they do put up clutch hits. They had, all right, in, in, the, post, in, in the postseason 2010, the San Francisco Giants had an OPS of 1.02. Okay? Yeah. That's ridiculous hitting. Yeah. yeah. In the postseason, and the regular season, it was probably the opposite. You can't you can't bank on that though? That you're going, everything's going to come together for you in like a magic Giants esque New York Giants, not San Francisco Giants postseason run. You know, I just want to get a little New York Giants in there. Hmm. All right, so Chris, please stop looking up stats and talk Yankees. I'm trying to prove my point. Damn it! Yeah, it's not going to happen. Sure it is, because I'm going to pull up their season numbers. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Team batting. Uh, this is really good. That's great radio. You're right. They didn't have a great season. No, they no only, they only they didn't have a great year. Breaking news. The San Francisco Giants didn't have a good offense. They still batted. They still batted 257, 321, 408 as a team. And that's including pitchers. 
Okay, is that good? I mean, where's that rank in baseball? Is that a, near the top, near the bottom, near the middle? That's a solid average player. Uh, if you give me two seconds, I'll give you the Mets. Oh, my God. Oh, me- Jeff, do you want to fucking talk or something? Uh, yeah. Um, Mets lost today. Nice didn't have a good game. Um, Yo, so they yeah. play the Brewers. You know the crazy thing about the Brewers? You know the Brewers have no left-handed hitters in their normal lineup? They They throw out eight righties. What about switch hitters? None of them, none of those guys. All, are switch- all, all true righties. Really? How, how crazy is that? Now, obviously, That's- they have another lineup that does have a few lefties in it. Yeah. Um, and they're in first. But yeah, yeah. 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 And that thing, they've gotten so healthy. Uh, so they, lucky. They have, secret, they have those secret Bud Selig steroids that you know they manufacture in Milwaukee and look over fucking John you know, Lucroy. I know. He's an MVP candidate. I know. Oh crazy. yeah, definitely. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't never saw that coming. No. All right, let me compare the, because I've got the numbers here ready in front of me. I will compare the 2010 San Francisco Giants team batting line, 257-321-408. The Mets this year are 239, 314, 362. There is no power in that lineup. Well, 239 is terrible, too. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. yeah it's also 11 points different. I know. Well, we're also including the pitchers, and, uh, you know, that's yeah, kind of skewed. Yeah, for both players, right. For Although both you would think that Jacob deGrom would skew those in the yeah. positive direction for the Mets this year, because that dude can fucking hit. Yeah. Yes, Jacob deGrom's a man. We all agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's try to not have a two-hour show, so get your freaking Yankee talk out of the way. Oh, yeah. Let's let's get into that. So they made some trades. What do you think about Chase Headley? So, I know they traded your boy. I know, right? So he's actually been producing the two games he's played now for the Dodgers. Solarte is batting second. Or the Padres? Yeah, <laughs> Padres. Same state. Uh, um, although Headley, obviously, is much more valuable as the Yankee uh, this past mm-hmm. two games. Three games, two games. I guess yesterday we'll count yesterday as a game, even though the rain gods got that one back from Baltimore. Rain yeah. gods or fucking Yankees pulling a fast one? Well, so Baltimore's <laughs> gamesmanship. It happened to us. Yeah. Shit happens. Listen, if Rob Washington didn't so much goddamn crack, he would fucking fight harder for his team. Mm-hmm. He did not put up a fight. They were not trying to play that game. No. Ron Washington's like, listen, I'm in New York, the crack fucking mecca. He's like, I'll be right back in two or three years. Feels good to have some Ron Washington jokes. It feels like home. It does. Yeah. Right? It reminds me of 2013. Oh, <laughs> Ron. Um, yeah, Yankees tied right now for the second wild card, and Seattle is playing Baltimore, so either way, we're either going to be in sole possession of the second wild card or a game and a half behind the Orioles. Yeah, it's we're okay. You're not making the playoffs. It's okay. Tied, yeah, tied with the Blue Jays, who are coming to the Yankee Stadium for three games and haven't won here in literally two years, starting off with Mark Burley, who's 1-11 career against the Yankees. I'll be there tomorrow. Can't wait to see it. Right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you busy? You're like, yeah, I'm a busy boy. Lots of baseball this week. Trenton Thunder on Sunday. Oh, yeah. A little uh, Big Apple baseball excursion to go see uh, Mets-Yankees double-A style. Can't wait. Man yeah. band? Hell yeah, the man band. Man band. So you know I'm just going to yell that all day long at that game. Just yeah. man band. He had Tommy John in 2012. Doesn't, doesn't that feel like it was only a year ago or something? Yeah. Good story. So yeah. you hear they just traded for Chris Capuano. I did, from the Red Sox, for cash considerations. I should think it was the Rockies or something yeah. else. <laughs> I've been drinking all day, folks. Ah, It is National Tequila Day. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they got Capuano for money, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah, you know, it's, any problems? He's probably going to triple A. It's not really a big deal. Can we get Jeff Francis from the Rockies, too? Yes. yes. Look at that. Look at the Rockies helping us out. And the Padres. Yeah, he's greasing the wheels for Tulo coming over here. <laughs> the D-backs, yo. Fucking B-backs looking like a steal right now. I know. How crazy. That's a great deal. It, was, won't, it, won't, it won't last. I, uh, you it doesn't have to be great. What am I expecting? A three and a half, four ERA? Saying, if he gives you one good start in the postseason, color me shocked. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll take that in a heartbeat. I'll sign up for that tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm saying it's not gonna, I'm going to be shocked. It's not going to happen. If he gets us there, I'm happy. Yeah. Or he contributes to that. As long and you got to hope the postseason we have Tanaka back. Yeah, as long yeah. as Death Jeter's last game isn't in Boston, I'm happy. Hell yeah. We will not see Tanaka until, what, 2016? Ha-ha! <laughs> Funny little no, thing. No, it's not. There's no aha. Uh-huh. It's not a joke. August, it's a fact. Maybe August, maybe August 16th. 
Yeah. Nah, I don't see it that The whole happening. reason they didn't do the surgery right away is because there was no reason for it, because it's essentially a 14-month injury anyway. So if he's going to have the surgery, it's going to take him through next year, so why don't try every little last thing to try to make sure he doesn't have surgery? But we all know what's coming, and it's so coming. So you think four doctors are all fucking crazy telling him not to get the surgery and to try to rehab it? You think all four doctors conspired against the Yankees to keep him out all this year and all no. next year? No, not at all. I think I think they see, I think they, they they get it and they, and they see the timeline of it all and they're oh like, there's nope. There's no purpose to not try the rehab part now. There's no reason to jump into surgery because of where we are in the season and what the timeline is of the injury. There's no reason to jump right to surgery. Let's try every avenue first and see if we can get it without surgery. I think that's what's <laughs> happening. It's not it's nothing anti Yankee. Chris agrees. Okay, hey, Jeffrey. Is that uh-huh. is that true, Chris? You agree with Luke? I do agree with Luke. I think you have to try everything before you give him the surgery. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm oh, saying yeah. there's, there's, no, there's no conspiracy. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that they're giving him false advice. I'm saying that because of the whole timetable of it, that they're trying this. But I do believe them to, to think that what is likely is an eventual surgery. But let's, let's and try... Ha- he does still have pain. So that is a bit of a worry that you know, they've said he still does have some pain. Yeah, I, did, I talked to Cashman today. He said that. He also said he expects Pineda back mid-August and that he's going to begin his rehab assignment this week. I think nice. the only the only other player that I can think of that had something similar was Adam Wainwright. I believe had a partial UCL tear, yep. didn't get mm-hmm. surgery, had ended up having Tommy John like four years later. So he didn't need surgery that year. He also didn't need surgery I'll anytime take, in the near future. But he I'll take that. Yes, exactly. Oh, I, I would completely agree. Any Yankee fan would sign him for that in a heartbeat. But that's yeah. the one example of the one good pitcher who's a usually partial UCL tear. You know, whatever one you want to say, eighty five percent of the time leads to the surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's hope it doesn't happen. Phelps looked pretty good yesterday. Uh, so what, you guys are six and Whitley one. looked pretty the good the day game. before. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this, we all thought, you know, when we lost all of our starting rotations, the pitching would be a weakness for this team. But, you know, guys like Shane Green have come up and done work. Absolutely. The rotation has been a strength. Did he just suck last start? No. Mm, he gave up two earned runs. I wouldn't call that sucking. He didn't do something that sucked? He didn't go extra short or something? There were there were some errors. Oh, but, errors! Uh, it was three three yeah. errors or something yeah. by him alone, right? No, no, no. I think he only had two. Oh, he had three. So, they were all yeah, three. Him. First Yankee pitcher since Tommy John have three yeah. errors. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, that's just you know stupid shit though. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know tear into a guy oh, for that. So the crazy thing is Tommy John had those three errors in 1988. I didn't realize he pitched that long, and then the next day retired because he couldn't field this position. Huh. See, I'm telling you, Shane Green's gonna retire tomorrow. Yep, that's what I heard. <laughs> Can't feel this position. So, uh, in his past 16 games, Headley's hitting 333 after his little back uh, backyotomy. Mm-hmm. His back backyotomy. His backyotomy. Okay. I, I was going to say back something, and then I stole it from uh, how high? No, half baked. I'm sorry. Sorry, Same to movie fans out there. So, Jeff, going forward, what do you think the number one strength and number one weakness of the Yankees is? Strength. I still say bullpen, although eventually the overworkedness is probably going to catch up to it. Okay. Weakness, yeah. situational hitting, I'd say, and power. Both, if, you know, I'll take them both. Mm-hmm. I agree. Although we have started a little bit more home runs at home, so, you know, make it that what you will. Is uh, Gardner our leading home run hitter in the outfield? Well, yeah, and if the share is out any extended period of time, I'll be the active leading home run hitter. Yeah. So I I mean I'm doing my strength and weakness. I think that again, the bullpen, especially that back end, is fucking amazing. Uh but there there is no outfield power. There's no righty power on the team. Nope. And that's an issue. This is the Bronx Bombers. Yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of trade talk with the Yankees that's focused around starting pitching. Um no, you would th- you would think that they would be a little more focused around hitting. Well, because Whitley's on an innings limit, and he's almost reached his innings limit, so eventually we're going to need to... What, what are you just dropping the microphone over there, Jeffrey? No, nah, he's twirling my phone. Fell. Oh, great. <laughs> I, um, I, I was really hoping the Yankees would go out and get Kendrys Morales, but he was just abducted by the Mariners, so that really blows. He oh, what a great been. signing by the Twins. To have that yeah. foresight to pick him up and trade him freaking seven weeks later for a decently good pitcher in Stephen Pryor. I know. Like, yeah. both of his numbers are insane, and Morales isn't doing that well either. Yeah, like, his I, under, I yeah his ERA's under three this year, and I believe AAA. Yeah. 
He's, yeah, the Mariners are so all in. So that means they're going to trade. should be. Yeah. It'll just be even more amazing when they fail. So do you trade Walker plus somebody else for Price? Yeah. I don't think so. Yes. So if, I don't think you can get rid of Taiwan Walker. He's pitching for the, the big league team already. I guess. Because, I mean, granted, every, anybody could use three aces, but you already have two aces mm-hmm. in King Felix and uh, Irakuma or whatever. And if you could ever convince Price to stay, which literally they're not going to do, although they have an ownership willing to spend money now, so maybe you blow them out of the water with a you know, big-ass contract. I, I don't know. Pitcher-friendly ballpark, maybe. I mean, they got they got Robbie Cano, so I won't put it past him to get anyone. But I, I don't think um, that that's what they need. They need bats more than anything. But again, that's yeah. another place. It's a hard place to bat. It's an easy place to pitch. Similar mm-hmm. to the Mets, you know. I think you're, you're doing good. You're doing yourself a favor by stocking up on pitching. Jeff, you were saying they're worse than the Mets in hitting. They're the lowest batting average in the uh, America in the baseball. Yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> so the but, starting pitchers that the Yankees are looking into, uh, one I heard the other day was John Danks, that they were sending some scouts over his way. The other that I heard today was uh, Ian Kennedy. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, I heard that. I like hmm? I mean, uh, I think I'd rather have Danks. Really? Well, he'll cost less, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 He's, he's got an area of 4.85, though, this year. I've yeah. seen what Ian Kennedy does in Yankee Stadium, and I know it's been years. I just, eh. So, I don't like bringing pitchers back. It never works well. John Danks is of the brand McCarthy ilk. Now, maybe he'll come in and be good, but he's not very good for his well, current team. He's, he pitches in a very similar ballpark to the to the Yankees. That's a homer-friendly ballpark. Um, he has 11 quality starts, maybe 12. I think he's pitching tonight. Danks? Yeah. Uh, I think he pitches tomorrow. I was going to pick him up, possibly. Yeah, I have him in my fantasy. He's not very good. Um, yeah, I went, I went with that guy. Guy Odessa, somebody from the Padres. Odessa or Despagne? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's the guy that had the near no hitter against the Mets. Yeah, he's he's the oh, young yeah. Garrett Salarte of pitchers. He's a non prospect, a young guy. Yep. He was a Cuban that literally nobody bid on. Huh. That's why he ended up on the Padres. The Yankees <laughs> didn't want him. None of like the typical guys that want these Cuban guys bid on him. So he ended up on the Padres. I picked up Marcus Stroman yesterday. He had almost had a no hitter today too. I think I'm going to keep him. Yeah, sounds like a good move. Yeah, you also picked up Cologne the other day. You've been doing yeah. good with that. Almost another no-hitter, too. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, you're still losing 5-6 this week. I know, right? All hitting. My fucking hitters suck. Two lows on the DL. Fucking. Ugh. Yeah, join the club. I got fucking three on the DL right now. Belt, Votto, and Springer. Yeah, but Votto sucked this year. Fine, but he's still Votto. He's still, he's still an undroppable player. Well, he's got a lot, a lot of major injuries now. Yeah, he's he's definitely losing a lot of his shine. I don't see him as a top probably three round player no. in coming draft. No, definitely not. Zero percent chance. But he was. Yeah. He, I mean, he might be a he fifth was a rounder. First rounder this year, so that's why you can't yes. drop him. Oh yeah. right, you know, how crazy is that? You can't even drop him if you wanted to. No, I think he's not on the can't drop list. Oh, he is. I was looking at. He is. Yeah. Is he? Oh, you were looking at my can't drop list. Yeah, I was, or I'm lying. One of the two. Yeah, I I, I bet the latter. For some odd reason. All right, I think we got one little more thing we want to briefly talk about. It's the big thing in the news today: uh, the NFL suspended Ray Rice two games for knocking his wife out and dragging her body out of an elevator. And the reason we're bringing this up is because uh, yesterday Chuck Knobloch decided he was going to get himself arrested for beating his wife because she decided to sleep in her child's bed or something. What a bitch! Ow! Take that. Well, here's the thing. Mrs. Knob. He was probably just trying to throw to the first baseman. Right. I'm sure he didn't really mean to hit her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He wouldn't if he tried. He was trying to give her a hug and his just freaking Jimmy arms and steroids. <laughs> he couldn't stop so. if he wanted to. Yeah. And now he's not getting inducted into the Twins Hall of Fame, which is, let's be honest, a catastrophe. Right. It's probably the most disappointing thing I've heard all day. And that includes the plane disappearing yeah. with 116 people on board. Third, third plane crash this week. How about that? Anyone want to fly some shady-ass um, Thai or African airlines? Can we? Yeah, where do you want to go? Let's fly over some war countries. I hear there's some good flights going over the Ukraine yeah. right now. Can you fly over Palestine or something? Yeah. I'm sorry, Israel. Yeah, one was coming from Amsterdam, though. Oh, well, maybe the pilots were a little uh, distracted. Yeah, you see the difference between us and Jason Biggs? Is we, may, we each make the same joke about Malaysian Airlines, and he gets in trouble and we don't. 
I know, but that's that's okay. the nice thing about not being that popular is that we can get away <laughs> with our Malaysian Airlines jokes, whereas someone like uh, Pie Fucker can't. Well, so I don't understand why you can't make jokes about tragedies. Like, fun people could be offended, but who cares? If you're yeah, laughing. Exactly. Well, apparently sponsored. Exactly, that's the whole thing. You, you, we will never be sponsored. That's it. Big Apple Baseball sponsored by, you know, the North American Aryan nation or something. Well, what, are all the Malaysians going to stop fucking going to Jason Biggs movies? <laughs> I think that happened fucking 100 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Every, yes, everybody remembers 100 years ago what happens between Malaysians and Jason Biggs. Yeah. They fucked a pie or something, and the pie was Malaysian or something, and married. Of course. I heard it also had a penis. Alright. So, Anything else you want to talk about today? So also, it was Chuck Knobloch's second domestic violence uh, arrest. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, like eight years ago, he got arrested for beating up his ex-wife. Yes. Different so, wife. I yeah. mean, can we all assume she was asking for it? Obviously. Probably. She burnt dinner. She did marry him. Yeah, she burnt dinner, and, you know, that's the <laughs> thing. Enough said. How dare she burn the roast? Seriously. I work hard for that fucking roast. Is it too much to ask when I come home to have a goddamn drink on the table and a fucking nice meal in front of me? Jeff, I keep your voice down before the missus here, this uh, this tangent of yours. Or? <laughs> uh, or more misery will ensue. I don't know. Or maybe he'll get a nice roast. That you're not here tonight will continue to happen. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so quick to be anyway. On changing topics. Is there any uh, news around baseball that we missed? Uh, I didn't really see much. Um, no, it's been pretty slow after the All-Star game. Walking story got traded, but more importantly, right. Jeff's not here, man, on Twitter. Yep, yep. Any parting thoughts for the fans? Shout out for to Timo, Goodwin, Glocker. Why'd you have to him up for that nonsense? <laughs> Rate and review us. Excuse me. Sure. Uh, no, that's that's later. No, it's fine. I mean, they can still do that. Yeah, right. Rate and review us all the time. That's always acceptable. All the time, it's acceptable. We should do a whole podcast and just yell, rate and review us, rate and review us, rate and review us for three hours. If fans don't want the free seven-line gear, then God bless them. You know, they have taste. (laughs) Uh, uh, So, yeah, any fans out there who listen to this before Sunday, you can come meet us at uh, the Trenton Thunder game. Just look for the drunkest guys in the parking lot and a funny funny smell and smoke coming from a car. And uh, that'll probably be us. And we won't be those people because we're upstanding members of society. Yep. Yes. You can look for the ones with barbecue sauce stains all over their mouths because there is a slamming barbecue joint like 10 minutes away from the Trenton Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Trenton Jersey, Barbecue. New Jersey. Okay. Noted. New Jersey is known for two things, killing cops and barbecue. And on that note, mm. we'll say au revoir. Uh, well, so are we going to we do two shows next week? One from the, sh- the stadium and then another Thursday wrap-up? We will discuss it off-air, my friend. And, <laughs> nope. and, the, and the listeners will find out. I'm making a promise to the listeners. Two oh shows next Oh, my God. Well, all right. Jeff promises. Yep. It's a certain kind of promise. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right with that seven-line shirt, you will get a free personalized podcast where we talk nothing <laughs> but your personal problems and family Oh my god, that would be so awesome. We judge people. Yeah, right? We have like Big Apple Baseball judges its listeners. I like it. Yeah. I agree. Well, gentlemen, it's always been a pleasure. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff and your segues. <laughs> when uh, that segue was sponsored by Segway of White Plains, 258 Mamaroneck Avenue. Is that really? No, it's not. Uh, don't you dare look it up, Chris. Don't waste the time. I don't want to hear click clacks in the background. It's not there. It's a joke. Yo, we should open up Segway White Plains. That actually might fly. Like, White Plains is affluent enough where, like, those rich whites have all that money to spend. And they might, like, no, hey. Segways aren't taking off. They were a thing that someone will try to do, and, like, it's not happening. It's not catching Wow, wait, wait a shill for my competition, asshole. <laughs> don't go to 258. 258- Whatever, Mamaroneck Avenue what is, in White Plains. Okay. You know, you'll get herpes. Another cake fart place? <laughs> it's a bakery. Really? I, I, guess, I, I would have guessed a bar, Mamaroneck Avenue. Nope, bakery. Mm. All right, but don't go there. Yeah. Don't go there. Yeah, baby. The French. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, Jeff, be easy. I will. All right, later, man. Yeah. And that was the one and only Jeff Morehouse. 
Hope everyone enjoyed the very educational uh, interview we just had. Or Jeff Lescondo, as he's truly known. Geoff Lescondo. Fucking Geoff. Geoff. Um, said some very uh, inflammatory racist things, though, oh of course. God, I couldn't believe that one thing. Yeah. Unbelievable. V. Stiviano would be so offended. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for our show today. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything we missed? That just about wraps it up. Okay. Follow us on Instagram at Big Apple Baseball. And, of course, on Twitter at Big A Baseball. Don't miss Luke Podwalker on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I might miss it. We'll see. Fucking better not. If you want the latest vagina news, you fucking better not, all right? Not only not only was one lady had the record for longest, but another lady had, was arrested in Tennessee with a loaded gun in her vagina. Loaded, no less. I don't think it was cocked. <laughs> but it was loaded. But, um, but it was loaded. All right. Thank you. That's all we got? That's all you we done? got. You done? I am done. I am, all right. I'm satisfied. You're I done. My face. I'm done. We're done. Watch your baseball. Send us your emails. Podcast. BigABaseball.com. Most importantly. Rate and review on iTunes. Goddamn right. Rate and motherfucking review us. Good reviews, please. Or whatever. I don't really care. Just no. rate reviews. Yes. Any kind of review. Yeah. If you just want to draw, like, cock and balls in your review... Go for it. That's actually a five-star review. Alright, we're done, folks. See you next week. Peace out. Don't worry about me, I'm gonna make it alright. Got my enemies caught field in my side. I think I'll be a situation, gonna make it right. In the shadow of the darkness, I stand in the light. See, it's our style to keep it true. I had a bad year. I'm going through, I've been knocked out, detail, black and blue. She's not the one coming back for you. She's not the one coming back for you. If I fall back down, you're gonna help me back up again. If I fall back down, you're gonna be my friend. If I fall back down, you're gonna help me back up again. If I fall